Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. Our guest today is Brandy Johnson. And y'all, if you can't tell, okay, this incredible expert knows all things about style. And one of the myths or obstacles that tends to get in the way of those who are speaking is understanding how to show up. And I know I've battled with that. What I love about Brandy is that she has the street cred, okay? To help us get our style all the way together. She's a personal style expert, a body conference coach, as well as a speaker. She was an executive that was a part of a consulting firm, has done uh, work with Stacey London. And what I love about her view of style, it is completely outside of the box. She's gonna help educate us today, but most importantly, know how to capture our own style for the stage. Welcome to the show, Brandy. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and to be sharing some knowledge and some gems on how to style yourself authentically when you're speaking. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the biggest challenge for me when I was speaking was figuring out what to wear, how to do my hair, being a person of color with a majority white audience, also being plus size. So all of those things we're going to get into to some degree, but I first want to introduce your amazing journey to the audience that's watching. So just let me know like what got you to what you're doing now and some of the experiences that aids into the work that you do for your clients. Absolutely. So I, I, um, I always loved style and I always make the distinction between style and fashion. So fashion to me is like reading the pages of Vogue, loving haute couture, loving the run. Like I was never into all that, but I come from a long line of, you know, black matriarchs who had the, the hat boxes, the shoe closets, the church, you know, it was like, listen, when we step outside, we gonna be ready. Right. So <laughs> I, I grew up around style, you know, and that was something that I always loved experimenting with and all of that. But I was, um, you know, for the majority of my life, a relatively what I'll call thin privileged person, meaning things just fit, you know, um, this is before I knew about, you know, body shapes and all that, you know, I had the the luxury really of just kind of, if it if it buttoned, you know, it was like, it's my size, I'm going to wear it, you know, and so I got to kind of experiment with, you know, different things, but it wasn't so much about body shape and fit, it was just, did I like it? Um, and so in my, you know, career, as a learning and development executive um, at a consulting firm and working in teacher preparation and, and education reform, you know, I was wearing my cute little outfits, you know, and education's a little bit conservative um, or can be. And there was a period of time where um, I have endometriosis. And so I've been on hormone therapy for, you know, the, m most of my life for that. And uh, they changed my medication and I had a dramatic weight gain. So like overnight, you know, it was, it was about six weeks and I put on um, multiple tens of pounds in that time. And it was just something I really hadn't had to ever contend with. And I would just sit on the edge of my bed and cry every morning because nothing fit. And the tools that I had were not serving me anymore, right? And they weren't really tools. It was just like, oh, I'm going to go to Banana Republic and buy a size four. That's not a tool. <laughs> that, that's just what they have available, <laughs> you know? And so for the first time, I really had to contend with fit with what flatters my body shape, not just, is it cute? Um, and it was a journey, you know, and I, I did what I, I think a lot of women do when we gain weight, I blamed myself. 
and I refused to invest in new clothes, right? I had to get something just because I had to get, I mean, I had to show up at the office, right? So I had to get something, but, you know, was it stylish? No. Was it, you know, flattering? No. Was it functional, appropriate? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so when the weather changed and it was time to re-up again in this new size, I had a decision to make. I could keep punishing myself. I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time, but I could keep punishing myself by not investing in this new body or I could make a change. And I chose my bigger self. And I started buying clothes that fit and also flattered my body shape. So really thinking about, you know, there's a role here. (laughs) Gravity has taken hold in some different places, you know? So how do I really accentuate my shape? Um, And that actually was the foundation that allowed me to start to play with color and prints and patterns. And Jasmine, the the compliments started rolling in. You know, I'd be at these education conferences, be like, how did you, I would have never thought to put that together. Or I wouldn't, you know, and it was just so empowering to be at this size, a size that society was going to say is like, oh, you're getting bigger, you know, all this messaging. And it was like, I look good. Um, But that was a journey for me. And so a lot of that really informs the work that I do now with my clients at every size. But, you know, I really um, am am an expert at working with women in what I call changing bodies. So that could be postpartum. That could be a weight gain, weight loss. You know, that could be just aging, you know, things, you know, we start to gain weight around our midsection. You know, there's so many ways that bodies change, but the societal message is like, you got to stay the same the whole time. And that's just not real. Yeah. So that's, yes. that's a lot of what's informed my journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that so much. And it resonates with me tremendously. I think that there is a part of speaking that we do need to remain our authentic selves. And maybe you don't like all the glitter that I like. Okay. Cause right. I wear glitter shoes when I speak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what the outfit is. You're going to see me with some glitter shoes. Okay. <laughs> But that's my personality. I love, I love that. I love anything that sparkles, anything that's very like, you know, frilly and, you know, mm-hmm. feminine, right? Um, especially when I'm speaking, I feel like that gives me a boost of confidence. However, that doesn't mean that that is what works for you. Right. But we also have to understand that you can't roll out on your pajamas either. Like mm-hmm. you want to be, you do, to be a speaker, to be a professional speaker that's beyond just the hobby you, you, how you show up represents your brand. Absolutely. So you could still feel good, feel confident and clothes that fit you well. That also goes with your personality. Yes. We want to keep, keep that at the forefront of knowing that we're not trying to change your style. Mm -hmm. Want you to feel comfortable and confident. We're not saying what women should be wearing on stage, what men should be wearing on stage, particularly but it is important for you to start considering that. It is. And I think one of the things that um, I'll share that I think will help a lot of people is differentiating between style and fit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's the thing. None of, we're not taught these things, you know, and, and style very much feels like this thing where you have it or you don't. It becomes this very binary thing of, you know, well, some people just understand how to get dressed. And, you know, I never you know, maybe in your childhood, you just didn't have, you know, those experiences or, you know, there's, there's all sorts of stuff I work with my clients on with mindset. It really is a mindset thing, but for our purposes here, making the distinction between style and fit, and you just alluded to this is key. So the sparkle, the glitter, the glamour, you know, whatever that is for you, that is style. 
Style comes secondary to fit. Fit is 90% of looking polished and pulled together. So if you understand what fits your body, and I don't mean size, you can be a two or a 22 and have a different body shape than the person next to you, right? So when you understand your body proportions, are you bigger on top? Do you carry more of your proportions in your hips and your thighs? Do you have a fuller midsection? You know, when you understand how to dress and flatter your shape, you're going to look good no matter what. You could be classic, minimal, edgy, glitter glam, right? Those are style attributes, but you first have to understand how to really flatter your body shape. And that's what's going to help you look really pulled together, especially in a speaking arena, right? You're being photographed. There might be a media reel. You're also, of course, delivering content, you know, to a live audience, you know, whether that's, you know, virtual or in person. So understanding fit, you know, necklines, you know, just all these little, you know, kind of uh, tricks of the trade. That's where we start. Then add in your personality, right? That's what, that's why they hired you for this particular speaking engagement, right? Is because of the, the you sauce, right? It's, it's not that we necessarily have topics that no one else has ever talked about. It's what you particularly as a speaker are bringing to the table and the way that you're delivering that content or your angle on it that is making you desired, right? That, that people are desiring for you to speak on it. So your style is the same thing. You can't, you can't leave the you sauce at home you know, when, when you're trying to be your authentic self. So, you know, that could be, like I said, that could be the glitz and the glam that could be, um, for me, I'm, I'm a statement person. So it's like, I got a puff sleeve on now or a lip, you know, there's like one element you're going to see and be like, okay, somebody didn't come to play. Um, (laughs) you know, but you could also have a very minimal style, right? So it might be very sleek, classic lines, you know, so none of them are inherently better or worse. It's just, is it authentic to you? Does it make you have that pep in your step and feel like, yes, this is my armor today. You know, this is me really showing up and being myself, but it's like myself plus. That's what your style should give you. It should give you that little boost of confidence. Yes. And I, I want to dive in just like a really quickly, even mm-hmm. on the style of our hair. Mm hmm. Because I feel like for me as a speaker, I often, I used to feel like, oh, can I really wear my hair natural? Do I need to get my hair straightened for this, Mm -hmm. right? For some people to take me seriously. Um, I remember when I cut off all of my hair and had a teeny weeny afro, okay? Uh A little tiny one. Um, Now I don't have any of those complexes, but it did run through my my head at some point Mm -hmm. in time thinking, how far can I go? And so I think that when you when you mention the fit and the style is important, what else would you say for someone that that maybe even considering that as they're putting together or working with someone like you to be able to get ready for the stage? Yeah, it's a great question. I think some of it is we have to start to really unpack and redefine what it means to be quote unquote professional. Because that is a word that gets weaponized specifically for women of color, mm-hmm. specifically for black women mm-hmm. in corporate settings or nonprofit, you know, whatever, just whatever your uh, work setting is. And so I think once we start to challenge that notion, right, that professional has to mean essentially Eurocentric notions of hair, of dress, of style. Again, I think it, it comes back to they hired you for a reason. Okay. So lean into that. Be you 
wear your hair now. If that's how you always wear your hair, that's how they're used to seeing you, right? So just lean into that. You know, if you've, um, you know, always, always worn your hair natural or worn it straight, you know what I mean? And, and also I should, you know, mention this, Black we can do a switch up, right? It's like, I'm going to look like this one day and I'm going to have some boho locks tomorrow and, <laughs> and y'all just going to appreciate it. And please don't tell me in the office, don't touch it, don't do nothing, right? Okay. Just, just be like, I love your hair. Um, but, but all that to say, you know, I think we just have to start to normalize that as Black women of just, this is me, right? Now, specifically for preparing for a speaking engagement, I want um, the folks I work with, women I work with, to really think of their hair as an accessory, okay? So it is just like putting on a pair of earrings. It is just like a, a statement, a red lip, right? Your hair essentially accessorizes what you're doing. So for example, if you have on um, a very high neckline, so I have on a crew neck today, right? Wearing my hair up would be fine because I have kind of more real estate with the fabric, right? So I can wear my hair up. Conversely, if I have, say, my hair up, I might want to do a bigger earring, okay? Because now I've got a lot of space happening right here, especially, say, if I didn't have a high neckline, I had maybe a V-neck. That's a lot of space. And so you want to take up the negative space with your jewelry. So you'd wear a, a larger diameter earring. Um, so there, there are just, you know, some simple things like that where have fun with it. Think of it like an accessory versus this, you know, am I going to be seen as a professional? So much of, of our confidence with that is going to come from, again, fit and style, right? When you're, when you're clothing, because that's what kind of walks in the room first, before you can open your mouth and give your credentials and tell them why you're speaking to them and why you're the perfect fit for that audience, your image and your appearance does all the talking for you. Yeah. There's neuroscience research that says that we make decisions about another person in 32 milliseconds. Wow. So that no like trust factor that we're all trying to build. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't got time to be like, hi, I'm Brandy. I'm going to, you know what I mean? That comes later. People have already started to form these assessments. Yes. And so that's why, you know, you know, for me, style is a tool to be leveraged like anything else in our arsenal. Why would you not control the narrative of who's walking in the room if you could? And you can. It's is, totally within your power. That's so true. That is so true. Wow. And good and good. In fact, I love the fact that you said an accessory because if anyone were to go back and look at my, when I first started in business, pretty much every couple of months, my hair was different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I remember specifically, I won a national award in 2018. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to wear my fro. Mm -hmm. I want I want to put in some weave, honey. And yeah. I want to long because I don't want to have to worry about my hair. I want to be free. Right. Yep. I received negative comments. Oh, interesting. From someone that was of the same race as me, uh -huh. that, you know, female and all yeah. that stuff from another fellow black woman about my hair and was making jokes about it. And it was like, what's wrong with, with yeah, no. wear a long weave. And then next week I want to wear it in Afro. So uh -huh. I feel like what you stated it was so true. It also reminds me of one of my favorite songs from NDRE. I am not my hair. Right. Mm -hmm. And she, or her ethnicity, right. She yeah. talked about that and it is an accessory. I changed my glasses. Right. Depending right. on what my outfit Same is. Thing. I changed my earrings. I can change my hair and yeah. I can change my clothes and change my style, right? So I feel like that was so empowering what you stated and such an important thing. We have to get out of that 
uh, mindset or, or that box that we're putting ourselves in and know that we can deliver an impactful message, mm-hmm. but we do, we do impact the narrative, which I yeah. never really considered with how we show up first before we even speak or say Correct. anything out of our mouth. That's a big one. Yeah. So what would you say are like one or two takeaways for the listeners for them if they're ready to improve their style today? Like what are one or two things they can actually do? We're not talking about a full closet overhaul <laughs> here, right, y'all? <laughs> but there are some small steps that you can take today. Yeah, absolutely. So the first is do a check-in with your current size. And I think this is really relevant, especially for a lot of us kind of coming out of this pandemic, coming out of this panini, right? Um, a lot of my clients are like, I actually don't know what size I, you know what I mean? We, we've been in stretchy clothes for two and a half years. So so when you go to, <laughs> to, to put on your speaking outfit, it's like, I don't even know what size to buy. So my biggest tip there is go up a size or two. You cannot be afraid of the number. The number only means what you make it mean. Mm. And you will be so much better flattered in clothes that are not squeezing you, that are not digging in, that, you know, your whole shape is smoothed out when your clothes fit the size. Okay. Mm. So like sis, go up a size is one of my favorite things I say, just sis, just go up a size or two. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that that's first and foremost, just making sure that you're not um, stuck on that number. And if you are, that's okay. You know, it's a lot of mind stuff. I know that sometimes we have to work through, but for our purposes here, go up a size or two and also try on multiple sizes. A lot of times we, even if we know our size, you have to remember designers are designing and they're doing their quality control. It has nothing to do with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Literally nothing to do with you. So I am anywhere from a medium to a one X in tops. Mm -hmm. It just depends on the brand. So don't be afraid to go up or down, you know, evaluate yourself in the mirror and say, does this look good? Does it look too big? Does it look too small? And and adjust from there. Mm -hmm. The second thing that I would say is think about your brand, your personal, your professional brand and define that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, I have uh, four, four kind of categories. I have like a little quiz people can take. I have four categories of, you know, minimal classic statement or maximalist, but for you, for anyone listening, write down 10 adjectives of how you want to be seen, how you want to feel, what your style says about you. And from there, narrow down to three or four. That's going to be your style mantra, right? You know, so for you, Jasmine, I'm making this up, right? But with the glitter and, the, you know, it might be sassy, bold, energetic, mm-hmm. right? So once you have those three adjectives, that's now the criteria for everything that comes in and out of your closet. If it's not giving sassy, bold, and energetic, leave it. Leave it at the store. Leave it in your cart. Because you can't, it's hard to get dressed when you're constantly moving through these. Well, these are my um, boring at-home clothes. But then when I'm a speaker, I'm going to be all, you know, it's like, eh, that's difficult. And again, I'm not, you don't have to be fancy. You don't have to be dressed up all the time. Like I like, I like a lounge pant like anybody else. Right. Yeah. But it, it's going to have a little something to it. Right. So you can keep that style ethos, that mantra with you as you move through casual, formal speaking, whatever. Um, so, so those are my, my two biggest things. The third thing I would say is 
beware what I call the 150% rule. This is where most of us have a body part that when we look in the mirror, we zero in on it first. So you can be trying on a top and you don't even see that your eyes are at your stomach mm. right away. Mm. And, and you see that body part magnified to 150% of what anybody else is seeing. Mm. It's, all in our, it's in our heads, right? Mm -hmm. So train yourself to put on whatever you're putting on. Look at your face first and smile. And just kind of get in this mode of like, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> and I promise you, you will be able to make more objective decisions about whether or not something fits or doesn't fit or, or works or if you want to be wearing it, right? And that's the thing, you know, I'm working with my clients. So many of them say the biggest gift you gave me was being able to be neutral about my body. Like I finally understood it's not me it's the clothes and there are other clothes. So if this isn't working, it's not that my body is flawed, it's that I'm just not looking for the right, you know, shape or fit or style or whatever in the clothes that I'm wearing. So just be be kind to yourself. I'm going to tell you right now, you touched me. You really touched me and I'm just so thankful that you showed up today to share that message because I know that if it touched me, if it reached my heart, it's going to help someone else. And it just made me think about my own journey and how we're so critical and hard on ourselves. Yeah. And for everyone that's watching, we're here to share our message, to make an impact, to help set people free by sharing our stories. And the last thing we need is to be beating ourselves up which can be hindering us from actually following through on our purpose. And so I think that what you shared, the work that you do really helps free people. And I just want to thank you so much for sharing um, throughout this conversation today. So I want you to share with the audience how they can get in contact with you. And of course, we're going to drop all of those links um, into our description for this episode today. Fantastic. Well, thank you again, Jasmine, so much for having me. Um, the work that you do, it, it, it touches so many lives as well, you know, and I think just this being in service to others and also just helping people really understand their gifts is just such a natural talent that you have. So thank you so much for, for having me today. Um, where you can find me. So uh, my, my, I go by Brandy. My, my full first name is Brandeis. And so uh, you can find me everywhere uh, on social media is Brandeis Nicole. It's my first and my middle name. Um, and so uh, Instagram is a great place to find me. I also have a free Facebook community that you can just search if you're on Facebook called Style for Smart Cookies. Um, we have a lot of fun in there. Um, you, you know, it's a, just a great community of just uplifting, never tearing each other down. People ask all kinds, you know, I'm looking for jeans, I'm looking for this, you know, and I'm in, I pop in there too and give advice. Um, and then uh, I also have an email list. So you can find all those links on my website, brandeisnicole.com. And then I'd say, if you want to work with me, um, there's a couple of ways to do that. I offer one-on-one -on -one style support. Um, so I'm like your fairy style mother. If you ever want to just wave a magic wand and have clothes magically appear in your closet at your doorstep, that's me. I'm your girl. Um, and if you're if you're more of a uh, a group program type person, um, I do have 
uh, program that uh, Doors will be opening again in May. It's called Getting Dressed Again. And it's a comprehensive nine-week program where we really go in depth and teaching you all of the different ways to style yourself, to feel good about yourself in your body, how to shop smarter, um, how to define your style over time, all sorts of goodness. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but I absolutely love this interview today. I think every single one of us can take a moment out in our schedule and look at how am I showing up with how I'm dressing myself? Do I feel fully confident, not only in the message that I'm sharing, but how I'm presenting myself? And if your answer is no, you have to contact Brandy. There's something so powerful about feeling good. I know I feel awesome when it, sometimes when I put on a face, when I'm wearing a new shirt, uh, new earrings, whatever it is that feels good to me automatically is lifting up my spirit. And I want each of you to feel that way every time you step on the stage, whether it's virtual or in person. If you know that you're ready to up-level your speaking career, please, please reach out to me. I would love to help you create your signature talk or refine your business so that you can continue to focus in on serving people from the heart and making a great impact. All right, I will see you all in our next episode. Bye-bye.